Enterprise Podcast, and I'm your host, Fawn Hentrell. This show examines how disruptive forces in business and culture shifts are altering how we live and work. And today, I'm excited to have with us Wanda Jackson Davis and Stephanie Williams. They are both the co-founders with Black Women's Executive Pathway. Welcome. Thank you, Fawn. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm excited to have you on. Initially, I saw what you were doing and I said, I have to get these ladies on as guests. And (laughs) I said, this is very much needed, especially for business owner coming out of corporate. I'm excited with what work you guys are doing with your organization and wanted to bring you on so you can share with the listening audience about Black Women's Executive Pathway. And I'll let you introduce yourselves to the audience. Can you share? So, Fawn, thank you for having us. I'm Wanda Jackson Davis, as you mentioned, and I'm one of the co-founders for Black Women's Executive Pathway. We're excited to share with your audience what BWP is all about. Steph? Hi, I am Stephanie Williams, uh, again, a co-founder of Black Women's Executive Pathway. And as Wanda mentioned, we are thrilled to be here and to share with, uh, with the audience what our business is going to be doing and how they can participate. Great. So let's talk a little bit about your business, Black Women's Executive Pathway. What precipitated you guys starting this organization? So let me take that stuff if I could. So I really want to talk about it in terms of fulfilling needs that are unmet in industry and business. So we have two primary client targets. They're related, but distinctly different, right? So the first is nearest and dearest to both Stephanie and myself on, maybe to you and to your audience as well, is that, you know, Black women in corporate America, particularly those who've been in the game for a while, I'll say north of 10 years, maybe 15 years, but they haven't reached those senior ranks and they don't feel like they're on the path to get there. And if you visit our website, blackwomenexactpathway.com, on the homepage, it asks a series of kind of rhetorical questions. The first question is, do you have the qualifications because black women, we 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 have masters, we have PhDs, we got EDDs, yes. but but we don't get the promotion. So it's not necessarily about a lack of education because we are degreed up. You can relate, right? And a lot of women go back, they get another certification, they go back to school, but it's not about that necessarily. Another question is, has your company stop investing in your professional development. So you're not that it girl anymore and (laughs) you're not really being seen. And do you want to ask questions in a judgment-free zone? So you want to be able to be vulnerable and ask those questions and get some real answers. And often do you feel overlooked? And that ties back to the lack of investment. Do you feel overlooked by the senior leaders, by HR? 
And are you pulling away? You got your head down, your nose down in the grind, but you ain't seeing no return. And, and you know, ode to how Stella got her groove back. Are you ready to get your professional groove back? So really, we are targeting that audience, but also we're not letting corporate America off the hook. You know, I, it's, it's the tilting point. And a lot of people talk about, you know, after the murder, the televised murder of George Floyd, a lot of companies made a lot of promises, a lot of platitudes, said they were going to spend a bunch of money to fix the wrongs in corporate America, but they didn't do it. And so now we're saying, hey, this is something tangible and meaningful you can do to help black women. And we have really education focused on what corporate America needs to do differently to really be true and diverse and inclusive to black women. And Stephanie will talk about that. So that's really the motivation around BWP. Folks. You know, if you think about your organization, share with us a little bit about you and Stephanie's backgrounds. Stephanie? So my background is um, I have an engineering degree. Um, I, I'm actually, let me just start by saying, I'm actually one of those women that Wanda talked about that has gotten degreed up and got <laughs> certifications and, and all of that. And, and, and actually, Wanda and I have talked about it over the years. So my background, again, I have an industrial engineering degree. I have a master's degree uh, in business. Um, I have a certification. I'm a certified professional in inspired diversity. I also got the certific <laughs> certification um, in uh, training uh, as a trainer. And I recently got a certification in uh, online uh, training. So I am one of those people that I, I felt like I should continue to make sure that I had additional capabilities so that the company would say, okay, she is, even, even though the company wasn't investing in me, I was investing in myself. And I was thinking that okay, if I work hard, get good reviews, which I did, the company will see what I'm doing and they will promote me. So, <laughs> so that is, that's, I'm, I am actually one of those people that we're talking to, right? Um, that's why Wanda and I, we, we talked about it over the years and we said, let's do something about it. So, here I am. Um, I I am currently a senior director. I have I made the, I made a a bold move and moved my family from one uh, one region of the country to Atlanta, and um, I took a position where I am now senior director uh, and I of a of the procurement business office where I work and um, I am working globally. My, my uh, responsibilities are global. I have people in uh, many different countries working for me. And so, you know, it's been great. Um, it has been great for me to even see myself and say, yes, I really can do this. So that's my story. I could ramble on about it, but I won't. <laughs> and I think it's good to have a context of guys' backgrounds. And Wanda, I know uh, we have some history and I'll let you share with the audience, but I think it's important before we kind of delve into your program, your backgrounds, because I have some questions as we look at how businesses are built and made. And Wanda made some excellent points 
that I'll get into a little bit later after she shares her her background. I really want to talk a little bit about how we take what we've seen in our corporate jobs and apply Mm -hmm. it to bringing that tangible piece, that tangible product. Mm -hmm. And Wanda, before I kind of go down that direction, can you share with our audience about your background? Sure, I'd be happy to. I just want to underscore the point that Stephanie was making around she's talking from personal experience. It's one thing when people talk about it from they studied it, they did surveys, she's lived that life and she's she's bridged that chasm and says, how do I make the jump from middle management to executives? And it first starts in your mind's eye. But let I I I go off first. Let me talk about who I am. I've been an executive for almost 10 years and in Fortune 500 companies. I work for a Fortune 9 company right now, Fortune 9, $300 billion company. I'm a, I'm a vice president uh, with McKesson, but I've been a vice president. I've been an executive at, you know, Fawn, you and I cross paths at ABB. I've been a senior vice president at Dematic. And so what I want to do is pay it forward. How can I help other black women learn from my experience and do it at scale, right? Not just do it on a one by one, but really do it at scale. And how do I impart on them these nuggets, the wisdom I have learned of how to successfully navigate corporate America? So you get out of it what you want. You get out of this is this is not rehearsal. (laughs) This is real life. We only get one chance at it. So I really want to help black women and say, sister, if you want to be an executive, let me show you how you can do this. And that's why I'm committed to this space. And that's my background. That's my story. And a lot of times, I think when we look at corporate America, and I know when I was there, being the only black female or in leadership role for business, and you think about how to take the next step, you don't have people there who look like you. And you don't have possibly the connections or the insight into how to make a leap to go down that track. And I, I'd love for you guys mm-hmm. to share, because I think that personal experience that both of you have has really not just come from the research, what people have put out in studies, but through real world experience, right? right. You, you can't, you can't yeah, take away right. from that. Talk to me a little bit about how starting your organization, what did you say was going to be kind of your pillars in terms of what you wanted to address with your business? I think it would be great if we could maybe start with our values. I think it's important. Um, you know, when Wanda and I were talking about this business, we we talked about a lot about what we wanted to do, but then we thought about, wait, hey, we should step back and talk about and think about what do we want our values uh, to be? What is this business based on? What are our, our, our concepts and perspectives based on? And, and they should be aligned, right? So we did a, we, we talked a lot about this. A lot. And so, yeah. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Over time. And so we settled on some things that we could both, uh, we could both, but that re- resonated with both of us. So the first one is faith. The first one is faith. And, and, you know, faith 
as far as we are concerned, it is relevant to really every area of your life, including your career, right? And I think a lot of people don't, don't think about that, don't think about, they think about faith, they think about church, or they think about their, you know, um, you know, uh, well-being or whatever. But, um, but this is, but your career, you know, as, as far as we're concerned, God is concerned, right, about yes, he is. Um, our careers as well and, yes, and the is. success. So, so that's one. And then, and then uh, works is, is the next one because there is, you know, I'm sure probably many in your audience have heard faith without works is dead. And so works is really about executing on the faith that you have. And so it is, it is about planning your work and working your plan. You've, you've all heard that. So there, in, in many cases, we find that, and I know this, this is, I, I'll raise my hand. What we say here is we over-ruminate. We think about it, think about it. Which, what about, what should we do it this way? What about this? And what if this happens? And what, you know, <laughs> need to execute, right? Action. Yes. And so, so then self-reflection is, is another one. I mean, it's, it's um, and, and you'll see on, on our site, we say it's one of the most underused tools for success. And I really believe that the most powerful leader is the leader that knows themselves. Yes. And it seems, it seems just like, oh, it just makes sense. Of course I know myself. But you really have to reflect on who you are and, and um, your, your background and what makes you tick and all of those things come into play. And you really, and you'll see when we talk about um, the modules, how that's one of the first steps is, is looking looking within, okay? And then the final one is what we call fertile ground, and I really like this okay. this concept. This was a this was a Wandaism, I'll say, <laughs> <laughs> where we where we actually Wanda, I'll let you let you talk about fertile ground. You talk about it so well. So fertile ground is really finding finding a corporate ecosystem that's conducive with your strengths and the way you want to work, right? So think about it. Um, a corporation is a living organism, and there are different habitats around the world. You don't put tropical animals in the, de in the desert and expect them to thrive. <laughs> you don't do that. You don't, you don't do that, but we do that, right? We, we put tropical fish in the desert and say, why? We're not, we're not thriving. So really we teach, one of our modules is really about how do you assess uh, the, the fertile ground that's a fit for your and, DNA. And that's what the last, um, the fourth value okay. is about. So we said faith works, self-reflection, which is really introspection, right? Fertile yeah. ground. And yep. so that's, that's yep. really yep. good. I like that. And I think that with what I've seen in going through your information on your website, all of those values resonate with, especially me as a black woman. And then I just think also mm -hmm. with women in general. And so mm -hmm. talk to me about one of the areas that I saw is that you are not just working with black women, but you're also reaching out to companies because one of the things that you yes. mentioned, and I love 
that you brought up about George Floyd. And it's one of the things where people just kind of said, I was home for the pandemic. And that's that one thing that people like, George Floyd, everybody can have a conversation around that because we saw it. And companies, again, mm -hmm. made a commitment, which they've done, you know, in the past, but they've come back and said, we're making a, a commitment. Some made newer commitments to financially provide resources, right, to businesses. And mm -hmm. then some mm -hmm. verbally came out against it. And I, I think it's this thing, because we have so many different generations in the workforce, we are seeing this Generation Z millennials starting to hold businesses accountable for saying this is what mm -hmm. you said you're going to do. Are you doing it? And talk to me about That's how right. you're partnering with businesses to hold them accountable as you bring them something tangible with this type of program. Before I talk about that, I just think it's interesting. I have of late, um, I've been spending a lot of time on social media, as you might imagine, and I have seen so many articles about Black women in leadership and executive roles and, and how companies have not taken meaningful action and how their platitudes and all those things. I cannot tell you how many articles I've seen from CNN and, you know, CNBC and I mean, just all just all different um, media that I'm seeing this same message. So I, I think um, so I know that this is very timely because we, as Wanda mentioned, we're here saying Black Women's Executive Pathway has some things that you can, we have something you can use, some mm -hmm. meaningful action you can take, right, by, yeah. in a couple of different ways. So Wanda mentioned it. So one way is the executive education, which, which, um, which is for the individual um, Black women that are, that are looking to make that move. And then, as you mentioned, with the, the corporate, um, with the partnerships. So we have two sessions that um, that we have uh, set up, and one of them is Forces for Fertile Ground, and that talks about, as I mentioned, as Wanda mentioned about fertile ground, um, making sure that companies uh, companies companies have the type of culture or cultivate the type of culture that will be. Uh, the kind of place that black women can thrive and not just mm -hmm. survive, but thrive. Right. That's right. And so we, we're, we're looking at cultures that, that have um, not headwinds, right. But tailwinds, right. For, for the advancement of black women. And so if you think about it, what we, what we did when we put this model together, so this is, this is the black women's executive pathway. And this is our model that we put together. And uh, it, it talks about four forces for fertile ground. And so there's the career prospects, the career growth prospects, and then there's business model transparency. And those kind of go, they're kind of either side of the same, the same thing. We have to have a, 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 a culture where there is the prospect for growth in your career, because if not, then, you know, what are we, what are we doing here, right? Most people want to grow in their career. And then, and then the business model transparency is really understanding the how the company works, right? So that so that you can be of value to the company, and and you will fit fit that the the career 
positions that you're that you are aspiring to. Then we have the other two. So one is employee care climate. An employee care climate is is making sure that that not only are we um, ensuring that there are that there are career, that there's career growth, but also making sure that employees that these women have a culture where they can um, do self care, right? And and it's important self care. We know more and more self care is so very important, right? Yes. And yes. then yes. And then on the other side is the last one is um, communications culture, and that's making sure that there is the communication and and there's so much that you don't know you don't know, right? <laughs> so. So that that communications culture is is one where um, that is one of the forces for fertile ground. And then the other class we have, um, which is the return on invested capital for Black women executive, executives. So that's ROIC um, with the BWE, and it what it's about is really making sure that companies understand that if you invest in Black right. women executives, they will. In many cases, be very loyal. There's there's research that shows that be very loyal and really help the company in so many ways and move the company forward. So that's th- those are the two sessions that we have well, at this to point. Us a little bit about you have these sessions, but I think also you have modules. Are the modules a part of the session? So yes, we have um, we have the modules. So that those those two sessions were corporate sessions, right? And then these, so so then there are four modules. The actual executive pathway program is four modules, four in-person modules over the course of a year. And these the the four modules are um, the first one is start at the beginning, and I mentioned this earlier. Start at the beginning, you and your value proposition. You have to know what your value proposition is and be able to articulate it uh, easily. Right. Then then module two is mind the mindset. Uh, You need a status quo breaking outlook. And this goes into that, what we were talking about with faith. You have to see it in your mind's eye and you see yourself in that executive role in order to make the move. And I mentioned that as well about myself, about making a, a bold move from, from Michigan to, to uh, Atlanta. And then module three is assess corporate culture and test for fertile ground. So this is what Wanda was talking about, about the culture, making sure you understand what type of culture that, uh, that you are in and, and making sure you assess that so you can know whether or not this is where you should be. Then finally, module four is level up to attract the sponsors you need because we understand that that nobody gets where they are alone. Um, if you want to get to probably talk to any executive, whether they be um, black executives, black women executives, or or any other ethnicity, you get there because of sponsors. And so we will talk about how to attract sponsors. So that's the that's the four module program. One of the things with module three, I think, is really a good place to have a conversation around testing for fertile ground. And I think a lot Mm -hmm. of time women and I'm not going to just say black women, but as a, a woman, we can block our past because we may not be willing to move. Right. We may have families. And so. Mm-hmm. You know, like you moved from Michigan to Atlanta to take this next step in your career. 
And sometimes our life obligations may cause us not to be able to walk down that path to take the next step. And and I think that that's a great module Mm -hmm, to have. And for those who are listening and who may not be able to move, are there any types of insights that you could share with women in terms of testing for fertile ground, maybe in their area where they may not have to make such a large step in relocation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would say, you know, delayed is not denied. Delayed is not denied. So, you know, Stephanie can attest to her story. I mean, she was in a infertile ground for a couple decades, right? So right. you have to find the timing that's right for you. I would also say two more things. There are subcultures within organizations. So there is a enterprise-wide culture, and then there will be cultures specific to a function, specific to a location in the business. And so you can move around within your current employer. But what we teach too is there is a continuum of infertility to fertility. And we have developed our own tool to help black women assess so you can really see, I mean, the culture is really something you have to be able to visualize, right? It's like fish don't know they're in water. <laughs> they don't know. If you ask them, they don't know. So what we're teaching the, the participants, how you can see the culture. And once you see it, you can make a decision. The, the choice is yours, right? But we're going to give you the tool so you know the acidity level of the culture that you're in. And you can check if it's not a fit. It's a decision point. It's an inflection point. And and you now have the tools and the resources and the information to make more informed decisions. And and I think that's important for people to be able to make informed decisions. And then also, I love the module four in terms of getting sponsors. I think that's something I was addressing early on, you know, when we started our conversation is that sometimes you're in these roles by yourself and you don't have someone who looks like Mm. you to kind of help navigate and guide you. Mm -hmm. So those sponsors, those allies are going to be really, really important. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, the timeframe for your programs. Like what's the length? Do you have boot camps? Share with us a little bit about the time it takes to go through your programs. So, so our program, as I mentioned, the, the four modules are over the course of a year. So it's one per quarter. Because it it is it's not it's in there and it, there each session is a one day session, and so so and and so what we want is it's it's going to be so information packed so yes. information rich that we want the participants to have time to digest it and to to um, to own it and to mm-hmm. um, you know all of that because. It, this is not just a, oh, we give you some good information and then you go off and, and <laughs> everything is wonderful. It, it's not. It's, it's not. There, each, each module, there's something about each one of those modules. And you notice those modules start with a verb, right? Each one is about what you do, right? That's it's about right. doing something. Mm-hmm. And, but each one of those things that we say to do, it, you have to... It, it takes 
time and energy and effort. And like you said, there's other things that are at play that may uh, limit your ability to do certain things. So all of that is what we want people to process in that time between each module. So, and one of the things that I wanted to mention about the modules is that they're in person, as as I mentioned before, but we, the, the, the thing about the venues for the modules is, is important. And it's important because we, we want to make sure that women know, these women know that they understand that we are investing in them and they should invest in themselves and that they should be in places that are beautiful and upscale mm. as any executive that's, would be. That's really be. good, Stephanie, because I can tell you, you know, when you're investing in yourself and you're at a hotel that's not, <laughs> you know, you, you get taken to different locations. And no. That's mm. important. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. <laughs> It is. It is. It is. It really is. It really is. And so our first uh, session is at um, the Porsche, uh, Porsche Center in Atlanta. Um, and, and, and I have to tell you, you know, Wanda and I have spent some significant time and energy understanding, thinking about finding, identifying places that we felt were on brand and that were, um, would send the message that, we're, that we want to send. That's right. That's good. So in talking about investing in yourself, right? So these are things uh, you offer programs where companies can invest. And then you have these modules where black women can invest Mm -hmm. in themselves. Share with us what you Mm -hmm. feel, what could be some of the benefits where the investment, people will say, hey, this investment is worth me investing. I'll, I'll speak to the companies first. I mean, there is study after study after study that says diverse companies that have diverse leaders, diverse executives have better outcomes. They have better financial performance. They return better to shareholders. Any KPI that Wall Street is going to care about, diverse leadership helps support. And what companies need to understand, Black women are some of the most innovative, some of the most creative they have to be in order to survive. So imagine if you actually create a culture of care around these black women, what they can do for your business. This isn't philanthropy. I get so right. agitated when I hear companies say, oh, it's just doing the right thing. No, it's not. This right. is about doing what's good for business, what's good for your shareholders, what's good for your stakeholders. So if you invest in black women, you're intentional about it, and you show them that you want them to see, you want them to win, they will pay it back in the boardroom. Full stop. Full stop. So I tell company, it's a, it's a small amount to invest. And we intentionally say invest because every investor, I know I want my, my 401k to get a return. Maybe it doesn't today. Yeah. <laughs> but... I do expect in the long run that I get a return. And that's what these companies should expect. If you invest in BWES, that's what we call Black Women Executive Seminars with your companies, you will get a return. No no doubt. Stephanie, you want to talk about the, the individuals? 
it's about the investment. And, and I know I, for one, uh, I'm, I'm a mom and uh, a wife. And so I am always investing in others. Mm. And, and I know, uh, and I also invest uh, so much in, in the company that I work for. Right. I, in, in, in all, all the companies that I've worked for, I work, I am a hard worker that has never been um, disputed. So, so I'm investing in my company. I'm investing in my family, but I, in, I often don't invest in myself as I should. And so this is about trying to, and I suspect that's not, I'm not the only one that's like that. So we want to make sure that women are investing in themselves. And if they do that, the benefits that they will reap, um, a couple things. One of the things that we haven't even talked about is not only the information that they get, the framework that we will provide in the, in the, um, in the sessions, but it's also about the network, the mm. network of like-minded women. So the network of like-minded women, as we work together, share together, and have that network that you can reach out to, as you mentioned, Vaughn, about often being the only one, um, it's, it's just so, in, it's just so valuable to have someone that you can reach out to and say, hey, this is what's going on, and what do you think about that, and, you know, it's just, it's just, that's one benefit, and then also the the networking that if you so Wanda um, was always kind of looking out for me, right? We you know we look out for each other. If there's if there's a position that we know we're not interested in, and somebody else that we know might be interested in, it's that type of give and take. I mean, all of that is is the benefit of coming together in this Black Women's Executive Pathway program. So as I mentioned, of course, there's the, the training, the framework that these women will get to help understand themselves first, understand the, the lay of the land in their companies, and then understand how to make that next move. So those are the benefits that I would, would uh, highlight for the Executive and Pathway program. And I like the program. fact that in the investing of yourselves, you could have even thought about having the cohorts is that you're, again, getting with like-minded people, and it's a safe place for people to come mm. and talk and yes. share. And I think that's important because you don't often have that in your own company setting, right? That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Right. So right. when does your first right. cohort start? So our first one is scheduled for October 7th. So we need people to register um, as, as uh, quickly as they can. So, uh, so as I mentioned, every quarter, so uh, the next one would be January and so on and so forth. So that's, that's how this program um, works. And so we're looking for people to, to sign up. That's great. So they don't have to sign up module, take module one first. They could, if they start module two, they can still come back to module one or do they have to take them in succession? So no, so it is, once you pay for the program, it's a four module program. So it's one set of, of uh, classes because we're taking you through the, the entire framework, right? It's important to start at the beginning as my, as our first module says, and to get you all the way through. So, so yes, you, you would need to do all four, right? So you, when you pay for it, you're paying for all four. 
and you would need to take the first one first and then okay. and, and I was just asking because I know some people may hear this podcast after to the, the October 7th time frame so if you're listening you're interested you definitely want to wait until the module one cohort yeah. dates come available because you'll want to start there. So in terms of upcoming events, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Anything new that's upcoming corporate wise or how people can get in touch with you? Well, I'll, I'll just say that um, look out for us because we'll be out there um, uh, promoting the Black Women's Executive Pathway. So you will you will see us in different venues and and uh, on social media. And um, what we would what I want to make sure everyone knows is that you can go to blackwomenexecpathway.com. We took painstaking time and energy to make sure that the website. Uh, gave a full picture of what we are trying to do and what we can do and what we will do for participants. So it's blackwomenexecpathway.com. Your site is very rich. I have to commend you in terms of being able to navigate it and then the content that's on it. And so it makes it really nice to just get to it. And I love the questions that you ask. And it's very clearly laid out for everyone who's listening. And we will also be featuring the link to the Black Women's Exec Pathway on our podcast page as well. So you can find them there and then also find them on LinkedIn and, and on their website and other social channels. Well, yes. would you like to give our listening audience some parting words? So I, I would just say that we were intentional about calling this Black Women Executive Pathway. It's not called Women of Color. And we have had more than our fair share of raised eyebrows around, are we being exclusive? But when you look at the data, and the data don't lie, Black women make up 8% of the population. We make less than 1.5% of the executive roles in corporate America. When you look at other uh, the majority female groups, they're 35% of the population. They're 30% of the executive roles. There is no meaningful gap. So there was a need, there was white space for someone to step in and lean into that space and say, take care of black women and help them. And Stephanie and I used to go to lunch and coffee and we would lament somebody ought to do something. We finally recognized Fawn. We are the help we have been waiting for. And so black women, we see you. We know oftentimes you feel invisible. You feel injured. It's time for us to self-heal and take time investing yourself. And we are more than willing to help and able to, to give you that return back. And that's what it's about. It's about investment. So thank you, Fawn, for the opportunity for us to share with you and share with your audience. Um, we're super excited about the future in You're this space. Welcome. And I think... Yes, thank you so much. Sky's the limit. And that some people may say what you were just sharing is the elephant in the room, but I do think that you have to be intentional about everything that you do. And this is something that's intentional and needed. And research shows that if you can affect change, just one person at a time, that's where change starts. So if you're a Black woman, please take a look at the Black Women's Executive Pathway definitely something I think you would benefit from and in investing in yourself. And if it's something that your organization 
would benefit from as well, because I think it's something that most organizations don't have these types of training and executive programs. And this is a great start to help address the need to help Black women grow into those executive roles. And I would even like to say, ladies, not just the executive role, but board member roles as well. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That is all for this episode of the Future of Enterprise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at ascendigroup.com and visit our podcast page, Future of Enterprise, and follow us on your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a new episode. I'm Fawn Hentrell, your host, and thank you for listening.